Hello, and welcome back to another edition of YCT Matters. I'm Carol Platt-Lebow, president of Yankee Institute, and today we're joined by Mike Costanza, a friend of the show and leader of Constitution State Educators. And we're having Mike back because it is a very special time of year. Mike, can you tell us what time of year besides late summer it is? It is almost August, the month to leave the union for school teachers all across Connecticut. Okay, so everybody listening, you know what that means. It means that if you know a teacher who is thinking that he or she is not being well served by the union, this is the time, this is the window when he or she can leave the union and it will have no impact on anything that that teacher values about union membership. All it means is they will be a little bit richer. And and so, Mike, why don't we go through what is it, the five facts that everybody needs to know, and especially teachers who are thinking about leaving the teachers union? Thank you, Carol. Thanks for having me back on the show again. I really appreciate it. You bet. At Constitution State Educators, we've been spending the last couple of years doing our best to let teachers know around Connecticut that since the 2018 Supreme Court Janus decision, they have basic rights, of uh, unconditional right to leave their union if they'd like. Here in Connecticut, most teachers who are union members belong to the CEA, the Connecticut Education Association, which is part of the NEA. And if they have grown disillusioned with the union's services, as many of us have, they have they should remember these five things. First of all, you have an unconditional right to leave the union. You do not need to be a union member to teach in Connecticut or to be any public employee. Secondly, when you leave the union, you do not have to pay any fees or whatsoever. Up until 2018, the union could still collect an agency fee from you. That is no longer the case. And what, what, even su- what Supreme Court case did that? That's right. The Janus case. That's right. And then the third fact is that when you leave the union, it's not as if you are suddenly disconnected from all of your contractual rights. You are still covered 100% by all the rights and responsibilities that are outlined in your school district's contract. And furthermore, the fourth fact is that the union, and many union officials are misleading about this, they still have a legal right, uh, excuse me, a legal duty of fair representation to you, whether you pay dues or not. That basically, in short, that is the price that the union pays in exchange for its monopoly on bargaining rights in your school district. Now, we know that some unions are hostile to that fact, and we know that Unfortunately, many union officials around the state haven't yet fully understood that fact, though they've had five years since Janice to get used to it. Some of them may be at times reluctant to represent people who aren't paying membership dues. So that leads us to our fifth fact. You have a right, it's not required, but you have a right to join non-union alternative professional associations. Uh, The two that stand out are Christian Educators and AAE, Association of American Educators. And I would love to talk about these in more detail, but both of them, in short, for only about $200 a year, much less than union dues, both of them can protect you at work with lawyers for free. Both of them provide liability insurance, just as unions typically do for their members. Both of them uh, can help you or 
defend yourself against any type of allegation that might come up that would threaten you and your job and your teaching certificate, whether it's a DCF investigation, a parent accusation, um, just simply being called in to speak to the principal for something that they think you did wrong, any of those situations in which we might be used to expecting the unions to help us, those associations can help us instead. And Mike, that was an incredible amount of information. So let's unpack it a little bit. But first, tell us how the past year has been. You know, have there been uh, people who have been coming to you and and signing up? Yeah. Signing out, really. (laughs) That's right. Uh, The response has been fantastic. I set up our Facebook group, Constitution State Educators, two Januaries ago. So let's say that would be 2022, right around New Year's. And in that time, we've grown grown to over 600 members just on the Facebook page. Uh, We get emails to our our email address, which I'll say right now, it's unionchoicecse at gmail.com. So between emails and Facebook messages and folks joining our group, we've heard from a steady stream of teachers, especially during these summer months when the curiosity peaks about leaving the CEA. Yeah. And, you know, I I can imagine that a lot of very well-intentioned teachers are curious about leaving, especially when they see uh, the really instrumental role that people like Randy Weingarten and other teachers union leaders played in delaying the return to school and the impact that had on so many students. Yeah, the reaction to COVID, I think, was really what got this ramped up. So many teachers were disillusioned by the school closures and how long they lasted. Um, Some of the ridiculous mandates we faced at school, it wasn't just the masks. It was all sorts of other silly rules about how classrooms needed to be cleaned and social distancing in the schools and where you can walk in the hallways. And it just went on for so long. And then the the unions, let's face it, they were the architects of much of it. They, They weren't just standing by. They were actually cheerleading for all of it. Vaccine mandates, that got the ball rolling. But as you are well aware, Carol, there's so many other issues that the unions have thrown their weight behind that have just, they're they're so far out of the scope of what classroom teachers need to worry about on a daily basis. Well, that's what surprises me. Yeah, that's what surprises me. I mean, I I, fo- I don't know why. I guess I'm a glutton for punishment, Mike, but I follow Randy Weingarten on Twitter. And, you know, what surprised me is when she was over tweeting from Ukraine. <laughs> and I thought to myself, what on earth does this have to do with any of the concerns that school teachers are are facing? You know, you have um, you know, you have school teachers who are being attacked in their classrooms, literally, mm-hmm. or you have a number of, of issues that confront people in the classroom trying to get our children educated, trying to, um, you know, confront all the issues that have arisen in the wake of the pandemic, et cetera, et cetera. And the war in Ukraine, of all the issues they're they're having to deal with, you know, Ukraine policy isn't really one of them. And yet she's swanning around there and sort of taking positions on all kinds of national issues that have nothing to do with education. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I hear often from teachers who have gone to their union with a relatively minor kind of nuts and bolts, meat and potatoes sort of issue at work. I don't maybe they're 
maybe they feel like their plan period has been stolen away from them too often, or maybe it's something, you know, something to do with actual working conditions and the union can't make time for them or tells them for some reason, it's not a contractual issue. And I know teachers all around the state, how many times have we heard it from the unions? Oh, that's not really something we can get involved in or, or with the vaccine mandates, that's outside of the scope of what we can do. The employers have a right to do that. Yet the union has no trouble throwing its weight behind political uh, initiatives that have to do with, let's say, issues with Ukraine or other political issues, Christopher Columbus statues or all yeah. sorts of other issues that are at, at best, at best, just connected to educators by a tiny thread. Yeah, just tangential at best. Yeah, yeah. at best. And yet on issues that matter to us most day in and day out, a lot of times the unions are silent. Let's face it. Let's call it what it is. They've become a political arm of one political party. The dues that union teachers pay go to help. They're, they're there for the exclusive benefit of one political party. And that's a shame because a lot of teachers I've spoken to, yeah, they're leaving their unions, but we feel that the unions left us. It, it, it's not that we have something against union membership. My, I come from a family of proud union members. Sure. Uh, we, it's not that we're against collective bargaining and the right to negotiate good wages and fair working conditions. It's just that the union's not interested in those things anymore. They're interested right. in all sorts of radical political agendas that frankly undermine us a lot of times in our profession and our students. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's just go back through and, um, and talk a little bit because I know that one of the things that um, educators who try and, and leave the union, um, the union does lead them to believe that if they leave, they are not going to be represented, that they're completely on their own and they're outside, almost like outside the contracts that have been negotiated. Right. And that's not true, is it? Totally false. Totally false. And this was when I started teaching 17 years ago, I, I was not a full dues paying member. I chose to be outside of the union. I was an agency fee payer. And that was, I believe that goes back to the, I think the 1970s and the Abood Supreme Court case that said, if you're not a dues paying member, you still have to pay an agency fee because it's, you know, it helps the union pay for its contract negotiation and so on. And then after the Janus decision in 2018, that was no longer the case. You don't have to pay the union a dime. Unfortunately, a lot of union leaders haven't gotten the memo, don't understand that, or just don't want teachers to know about it. So they go around telling teachers that if you leave the union, we can no longer protect you. Well, that's false. Not only can the union still protect you, the union's still required to protect you. Because again, the union has a legal right, a legal monopoly on being the exclusive bargaining agent in each school district. Now, if they want to give up that right and let others negotiate or teachers negotiate for themselves, go right ahead. But they insist on keeping that exclusive right. So long as they keep that exclusive right to bargain, they can't have it both ways and say, well, we're going to bargain for you. You can't bargain for yourself, but we're not going to protect you. If they're going to take if they're going to bargain for you, they also have to serve you under the terms of the contract that they bargain for. That's a 100 percent indisputable fact. It's called the legal duty of fair representation in the private sector. These matters are handled under the uh, National Labor Relations Board. Uh, here in the public sector in Connecticut, the state labor board handles these sorts of issues. It's under the Teacher Negotiation Act. It's right there in black and white in the law. 
And we've had teachers very recently, I think you might have even covered one of the stories of the teacher from Hartford, whose union told him, oh, we're not going to help you with this grievance because you're not a dues-paying yep. member. And now they're on the hook for a labor violation. Right. The union is either lying or just plain stupid and doesn't understand the facts. Yep. So tell us a little bit, if teachers decide they don't want to be part of the union, but they do want some sort of other association, what alternatives are out there, Mike? Okay, the two that stand out, there may be others, but the two that our teachers in Connecticut are joining are AAE, the Association of American Educators, and Christian Educators. Both of these are non-union associations. They're nonprofits. Uh, They can't because of their IRS classifications, they cannot give your money to political causes or political parties and candidates, which is refreshing compared to what the union does with dues money. Uh, Whereas most union dues payers in Connecticut school districts pay about $800 to $1,000 a year in union dues, AAE and Christian educators only charge from around $200 to $250 a year. Now, again, the union still has a duty of fair representation to teachers who do not pay union dues. Uh, But because we know that they're hostile to that fact or ignorant of that fact, it gives me and others a a great deal of peace of mind to join one of these non-union associations instead. In fact, I think many teachers who've joined them would tell you they would prefer to talk to Christian educators when they need help at work or to talk to AAE when they need help at work rather than talk to the union. Um, These groups will if you need it, we'll get you a lawyer for free, local here in Connecticut uh, to represent you if if needed. They also provide liability insurance. And that this is a big issue for the unions. The unions have made a lot of money over the years through their deals with insurance companies, giving teachers and other members liability policies. But a union liability insurance policy is in the union's name. And if you encounter, God forbid, a situation at work where you need liability coverage, it's up to the union, ultimately, whether that coverage will be used to protect you. But as a member of AE or Christian educators, my liability policy will be in my name. It will say Mike Costanza right on it. So there's no issue about me accessing it. And it's also twice as big. It's $2 million a year. It's $2 million policy as opposed to a $1 million policy that CEA and AFT typically offer. Wow. And it's great protection. I mean, it's all, it's a no-brainer. It really is. I'm thrilled that I've been a member of AAE. And I, I also joined Christian Educators. I don't have to, but I joined both because I feel it's you know the right thing well, to do. Well, at least then you I, know so you can yeah, advise people, right? Exactly. I've gotten to know both organizations so well. So um, as we wind up, Mike, how long is this window open uh, uh, for, for people to decide to uh, resign from the union? Just the month of August. Connecticut Education Association, CEA, only allows teachers to opt out of union membership during the month of August. We hope someday that uh, a court case will overturn that because your rights should not apply only one uh, one month out of the 12th. But the month of August is when to do it. AFT has different rules, but for most teachers, it'll still be August because AFT's rules are based on when you first signed up and joined the union, which for most teachers is the month of August. And I know um, if people ever need, you know, have questions or need counsel, they're always welcome to reach out to our labor fellow, Frank Ritchie, um, Ritchie at YankeeInstitute.org. But Mike, how else, uh, you know, if someone has questions, they're on the fence, they're thinking about it, 
um, what what would you advise them to do? I would advise them to do some of their own research online, to have some heart to heart conversations with people they trust. And I would also advise them to call either Christian educators or Association of American Educators and ask them the questions they need. Another great group is AFFT, Americans for Fair Treatment. Yep. They're kind of experts in this area and can walk you through the process. Um, but by all means, reach out to me in our Facebook group, Constitution State Educators on Facebook. Uh, fill out the questions when you're asked to do so, and we'll let you in the group. And I'm happy to talk to people on that page or through private messages or phone calls. Yep. And you will be treated right by Americans for Fair Treatment, as everyone here no doubt remembers. It is now run by Yankee Institute's former executive vice president, the one and only Elizabeth Kind's messenger. And so, as you know, a Yankee Institute, Mike here at Constitution State Educators, AFFT, all of us are here and all of us want to help you reach the right decision for you and uh, any teachers you may know. And again, I would just urge our listening audience, if you know a teacher who is thinking about it, you know, this is important. It's a big part of their lives. And so there are resources available to them. By the way, one last thing. During the month of August, we just got word of this today confirmed. If they join AFFT for free during the month of August, AFFT will provide teachers with a, um, a membership code so that they can join Christian educators or AAE one year for free. So you'd save about 240 bucks right there. Wow, that's a great deal. Yes, it is. So, all right. Well, I just want to thank you, Mike, for uh, joining us and uh, giving us an update on how things are going. And uh, tell us again on Facebook, you're at Constitution State Educators, correct? That's right. And, and thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you helping us get the word out. The sky will not fall if you leave the union. I've been out for 17 years, haven't regretted it for a second. Nope. And that's what we hear from so many uh, of, of people like you. There is, there is a beautiful, bright world out there. there so. Is. Okay, Mike Costanza, leader of Constitution State Educators, thank you for being with us. And thank all of you, as always, for being with us. This is Carol Platt-Lebow, and we hope you'll be with us again on the next edition of YCT Matters. I'll show you around this place I call home.